Welcome to Piping Hot, where the takes are hot and the boys are not. <laughs> Today's take. Today's take is AI is gonna take over the world. What? The takes are hot. The boys are not. Welcome. Piping Hot, ladies and gentlemen. And today we have another very special guest on our pod. It's Who are you? Me, <laughs> Meredith. We got Meredith on the pod. Yeah. Yes, sir. I it's I think it's funny because every guest we have on the pod, like Cameron is also meeting them for the first time. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, this is the first time. So uh, nice to meet you. Jason. <laughs> Thank you Jamie for coming on the Will, on the show. <laughs> we're we're not. Yeah, everyone else though. Pretty everyone else though. Time. You're meeting for the first time. So yeah. uh you're you're our audience surrogate. Perfect. Yeah, it's what I love to be. Sweet. Um <laughs> I feel like this is one where I think we're going to change up the format of the pod a little bit. So we're going to have mm-hmm. like more distinct segments. We're going to have some more like concise segments. And so because of that, I think we should just get right into the take. I think because the take is just going to be the first part. So all right, perfect. Explain why you think AI is going to take over the world. Well, OK, so we were watching this show the other day. Um, what was it called? Vox Explained. Yeah, Vox Shout Explained. out Vox Explained. That shit slaps. <laughs> that one was good. Um, there was an episode about coding and... Well, he brought up a lot of points about how, like, coding is all around of us and how it's, like, affecting everything. Um, like, even, like, self-driving cars, like, how safe they are. So I'm thinking, like, within the next 50, 60 years, things are going to change um, depending on how coding evolves. So, Yeah. See, here's my thing. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause just a second. Just hold the mic a little closer when you're talking. That's it. Closer. I'll cut that, I'll cut that part out. All right. Or leave it in. Or I'll leave it in. I'll leave, <laughs> leave it, it in too. <laughs> Very like patronizing comment. Um, here's my thing. I yeah. think AI is going to get to a point like the whole like idea of the singularity. Like I agree with. Like I think that will probably happen. Like we'll get to a point where we'll be able to simulate certain human emotions or whatever. Whether or not that like classifies as real emotions, like is a whole other discussion that we might get into right now, actually, because, like, <laughs> it is still kind of, like, whatever, chemical things firing in your brain and that you, maybe we can simulate that. But I feel like every apocalypse movie or everything where it has AI, it always just assumes that AI will become evil. Which this I think, like, that kind of is, to me, a reflection of human nature, that we think that, like, the most advanced version of ourselves are evil like we're like or we're evil at heart or whatever so just because it's like overly advanced and it can experience human emotions to me does not simulate that like they're gonna kill us all so do you think it would become like once we get to that singularity point do you think it would be benevolent like do you think ai will get to a point where it's the kind of like reverse of that because i feel like there's only kind of two options like either either becomes like malevolent i guess like how every every medium tells it to be right now (laughs) or it becomes maleficent (laughs) or i feel like it just i feel like it just would like i feel like it would just be perfect like it's one it would either be like perfectly useful to us or perfectly detrimental to us because of the way that coding is kind of structured and the way that we i think would interact with it as people so do you think, do you agree with that? Or would you say that there's like some weird middle ground where it just kind of exists? I mean, I think the idea that like, if benevolent, like in this scenario means like, in like a godly way, it means like 
all-knowing? In a sense, yes, because if it's a computer, like, I mean, I think Google is already kind of benevolent, if that makes sense. I, I think there is, like, obviously still... Because I think the, the reason I didn't want to get fully into that discussion yet is because I think there's a whole spiritual side of this that, like, is not hmm. in the discussion. That, like... Yeah. Because we can't program that because we don't really know that. And so, like, maybe a super advanced AI would be able to, like, figure that out. But I think they'd only be able to figure it out from an analytical sense and not from, like, a soul spiritual sense. Like, that sounds very kind right. of, like... But, like, I don't know. If you're just listening to audio, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> there's another side to this, though. There's, like, um, how it's taking over our lives as we speak. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we're so immersed in, like, the internet and our phones. And even, like, we were talking about kids and how they're, like, developing into, like, more ach- mature people. Earlier. Earlier than they're supposed to. <laughs> I don't know. When I was a kid, I was really dumb. So <laughs> now these people know, like, what's happening across the world. Yeah. And, like, what? <laughs> I'm still dumb. We, we say this as you're listening on, yes. on Spotify and YouTube. <laughs> like and subscribe um yeah i mean it already is like that's the thing i think the well also ai taking over the world like ai like people are like talking about ai in the sense of i think they talk about it in the way of like terminator or like irobot or whatever like the singularity where they're like indistinguishable from people but like ai is just like a program that can do things on its own like AI exists. Mm-hmm. Like, artificial intelligence has existed since, like, the 70s or 80s or something. Yeah. Um, so AI already has taken over the world. So, like, yeah, it, it already has ingrained itself in, like, our culture. It's just a matter of will it get to the point where it will, like, overtake. Because now it's just serving a different function than humanity is serving. Like, it isn't, yeah. isn't humanity. Like, each thing is its own little thing. Like, no human has the functionality of Google and vice versa. Right. But will it get to a point where not only can it do that, but will it do that? And if it does do that, will it see humans as obsolete and try to kill all of us? Because I just don't think that will happen. I mean, we don't know where you stand. <laughs> I mean, Meredith, Meredith says they'll all become evil and kill us. I yes, think they're yeah. gonna. I don't think they're gonna become like nice. I think they're just gonna. Like, <laughs> I just think they're gonna be like. Not like humans are irrelevant, but not in the way that like humans are irrelevant. Let's kill all of them. They're they're like stupid okay the reason i think they might kill all of us and be evil isn't what you think it's more like okay because humans always like to like adapt to the next thing we always want something better something newer so i think the old tech will be like hey we're still here we're still good right (laughs) why why won't you use us so then they'll be mad and like (laughs) affronted that we want to make something new um and oh, us oh we, I, we were talking about this too that like i feel like that implies that the the ai will have vengeance like, yes that, like <laughs> we create some sort of ai and then the lesser ai will be mad that we're creating like a better ai but That's i a... think that like if there's a if there's an ai that is already artificially intelligent and it sees that we're trying to create a better ai i don't think they're gonna feel like envious of that i think they're gonna be like if they're all knowing they're gonna be like or whatever you know in that kind of sense like <laughs> really really smart and like knows a lot like they're gonna be like this is an improvement i support this ally robot ally (laughs) okay remember that really crappy movie called robots (laughs) yes a banger classic wait a minute (laughs) minute. they were mad because they didn't get like upgrades right 
And <laughs> we could upgrade the old tech potentially. Potentially, or we can throw them in the Casey's junkyard. Point. This gets back to Casey's point, though, because the robots in that movie and the old tech that we're talking about here would need some kind of like soul, if you will, to yeah. feel like vengeance or to feel Fair. like if we're talking like straight up AI, it's been built from a purely utilitarian point of view where there's no mm -hmm. sense of like, you know, respect or vengeance or, you know, emotion at all. And so I feel like it would just kind of either disappear forever or just kind of evolve into the next big thing on its own. Um, I feel like it's it's a weird angle to take with um, like the way I see it is like more almost like a Wally situation where there's not quite like necessarily like <laughs> that's JB. Hell yeah. You can keep going. Sweet. <laughs> where there's cool, not like i'll try to get it done tonight all right well oh, wow. thanks chief <laughs> that's, that's good enough you'll it'll be in the episode it just we won't be able to hear it yet Fantastic. you guys don't know what we're talking about yet either this is like a futuristic conversation <laughs> <laughs> um well oh yeah it's like kind of just like wally -E, where it's like i mean there were like good and evil like ai in that movie i suppose but for the most part it was just like the whole like point of that movie was that we were so engrossed in it that we couldn't even like right now ai is still a novelty yeah. Like some people who have those like home things, like those uh, smart home devices. It's like, like ooh, like the house, fancy people have them, like that. or the richer people have them. Mm -hmm. But it's not yeah. like widespread to the point. Like most people don't have that. So I think taking over the world, I agree with that in the sense that like eventually AI will just be like we won't even realize how much is AI. And I think we're already kind of there with how much around us is. But I see it going way further into like kind of the Wally world where it's like everything from like the chairs you sit on to like how you what cooks your food even like all of that stuff will become kind of automated and turn into this ai which i think is uh just as disturbing honestly as yeah. a like sinister you know singularity just like you know killing everyone i guess because you know even if we're not all getting killed off by this ai it's like have we lost somewhat of our humanity if everything that we do is controlled by ai like well, it's kind of a similar similar speaking thing of losing our humanity one of the theories too is that not is the singularity is not necessarily like when hu like tech will pass humans but like when humans meld with tech so like we're gonna get to a point where like everybody's just a cyborg because mm -hmm. of like we're gonna have like artificial enhancements whether it, i mean like technically speaking we're already kind of there with certain people with like prosthetics like the, like smart prosthetics is technically like you would be a cyborg um but then there's also like potential like uh, like mental enhancements or enhancements when you don't need a prosthetic but just like making things like upgraded i guess oh so like cyborgs mm -hmm. and stuff yeah so everybody would Yeesh. be a cyborg um which is like a whole nother thing of like is that then they would have a soul <laughs> that's the other thing it's like yeah that's the that's the part of the conversation that i feel like is not being discussed it's like yeah. there might get there might be a point where we can like program human emotions or or simulate human emotions in robots and in tech which i think they've been able to like somewhat do but it's like i think it's pretty artificial like you whatever right but like but can you program like we don't know what a soul is like can we program that you know like does that count like just because the synapse is firing and we know we're in love with somebody like that doesn't negate the feeling like different feelings i feel like has a very like spiritual connectedness context to it that we I don't think we'd be, know how to program into a robot. Like, would they have that innately? It makes me think about, like, how, like, medicine would advance. Like, if we can fix everything, 
then would people really die or would they just like carry on in like a metal chassis? That's terrifying. That's awful. Yeah. Just like your <laughs> your consciousness and awareness can still yeah. be this present even if just... your physical body like, you know, goes oh, away. Yeah, like the idea that like, you could upload yourself into a computer. Is that real? Like how does that I have no idea. The... I'd be kind of surprised. I don't think that's... so. Well, right now I don't feel like that's real. The time but... That like the next evolution or like version of humanity is that we're gonna like be able to upload ourselves into the computer and they said they were pretty close to that but like just because we <laughs> upload like our memories and experiences or whatever like that's not really us that's though. not the same that's it's just like a recording like, yeah if that's the case then they've like they've then scientists have like solved the consciousness dilemma like <laughs> huh i feel yeah, like i, I missed think, that I yeah New York Times i don't know about yeah. that one <laughs> yeah i don't know that's a little it's spooky to to think about those things but i feel like it's funny because in my head i was thinking of like you know there's only like a handful of people in the world with the resources at hand to even create an ai this powerful and all you know there are three people that come to mind immediately and they're all kind of like not the people i would want creating oh, yeah. an ai to like Wait, who's the be third? as powerful like you're talking like jeff bezos Yep, got that. You're talking one. like Elon Musk. That's the other. Who's the and third? I would say you got. I think Zuckerberg is in there too oh, with everything true. that Facebook's yeah, been yeah. doing. And I don't want like this type of you know like mega AI you know singularity type thing coming from any of those three people. I think the people with the resources to create it, like I think the AI in itself, going back to what we were saying earlier, like AI in and of itself cannot just be like be inherently evil. But if the people who make it are evil, that's true. That's you, then if you make an evil AI, then it's like that you, like you've done it. You've already did it. Yeah, exactly. So okay, so, so we fall swapped. Like we're like positive, negative. Are you somewhere in the middle? Then are you the gray area here? I think, I think AI will take over the world, but I don't <laughs> think it's going to be in in the sense of like everyone's going to be like killed off by like a Terminator type thing. Okay, I think it's fair. just going to be that like. AI seeps into like every aspect of our like culture and society to the point that like we can't recognize what is and isn't AI. And I mean, at that I point I would that. say like we've lost. <laughs> like that's it. I like we've been that. taken over. I mean, I would potentially argue that like we've already lost. Like I mean, just like yeah. that that mm -hmm. feels really pessimistic. I don't think it is cuz I don't think that there's like or I guess lost implies that there's no going back. So I think we're losing. Like <laughs> I think that like we can <laughs> fix it. But I mean, if you just, like, look at, like, diff I mean, we've talked about the TikTok algorithm on this podcast before. Like, just, like, any sort yeah. of, I don't know, like, it's, yeah, it already is so seeped into our lives that, like, we just don't even think about it anymore. So it's I think we're, crazy. I think we're losing the, like, I mean, this makes it feel a lot grander than maybe it is, but, like, I would, I would argue that it's, like, a battle for our humanity, you know? Like, I think that, like, AI is, like, a very useful tool, but, like, right now it's being completely, like, oversaturated and just like we're using it for the wrong purposes and it's not helping our mental health at all i would agree and i think it's scary that we haven't seen the worst of it yet like i think people now are starting wow. to realize like how bad a lot of this is for us but i would argue we haven't like we've kind of hit that point of seeing the warning signs yeah but we haven't had any conclusive proof of like a direct correlation so we're like this looks pretty likely but i feel like we still haven't quite hit that tipping point of like we can like you know say that all of this AI interaction with technology is creating, you know, wide scale um, problems. So it's pretty spooky. It's pretty, pretty spooky stuff. Hey, Cam. Hey, Casey. Do you know what I hate? <laughs> no, what do you hate? I hate when ads just start.
in the middle of a podcast, and there's no segue into the ad. It's the worst part of a podcast. That being said, um, I do want to shout out our sponsor today, which is... Who's the sponsor? Actually, this podcast. We at the Pipe and Hot Pod would like to ask our listeners to do us a huge favor, and that is to like or subscribe or review this podcast to help us grow. Um, the more engagement we have, the more growth we have, the better the show will be and the more fun we're going to have recording it and giving it to you lovely people. It does us a huge favor and all it takes is one click of a button. Um, so please, if you really are enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you left a like and enjoy the rest of this episode. If you enjoy the episode, boosting the engagement in some way or another helps us to spread the podcast around to people who wouldn't get to listen to it otherwise. And if you're watching the video at home, leaving a like on the video and subscribing to the channel also helps us grow and bring better content to you folks at home. But more importantly, it allows us to have more fun here in the studio. And most importantly, it really helps to feed our ego. Yeah. My God complex is not quite godly enough yet. So help me boost my own God complex. Subscribe. Like. I'm at God-ish. Follow. Share with your grandma. <laughs> I don't think people's grandmas would like this podcast. If there's a grandma out there who likes this pod, let us know because they got to be the only one. <laughs> yeah, shout out all the grant. Shout out all the grilfs out there. More engagement, better content, piping hot. <laughs> totally forgot to eat any of this pepper, so I might as well start off by eating some of this too. Yeah, okay, wait. Um, I forgot to mention, so one of the things we're changing about the format of the pod is that we're not going to do jalapenos every episode, it, even though Cameron just ate a jalapeno. <laughs> um, we're going to try a different... I feel like we wanted to, like... Spice it up. Um, we wanted to, for lack of a better term. So we wanted to, like, change what we want, what we eat, so it's, like, different every episode. We've gotten used to the jalapenos <laughs> as Cameron is dying. That one's pretty um, hot. It was the most flavorful pepper thus far, though. It, like, oh, tasted good. really good, but there was, like, a seed explosion in my mouth. Oh. Well, we don't have jalapeno. We have jalapeno-flavored Ooh. kettle chips. Um, How are they? Are they, are they spicy? Kind of weird. No, they're not that spicy. Um, they're not too spicy. It's just, like... A kettle chip until the end, where you get like a little you bit think of jalapeno. It, I can't really describe what it tastes like because it doesn't really taste like jalapeno. Like it kind of does. Um, but we want to do something different. Spice something different, spicy every week. Something. Some. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Is that correct? Yeah, like correct? we want to do like uh, we want to go beyond just jalapenos. So whether it's like something like what you have, but like actually spicier. Yeah, exactly. Or like a spicy meal. So we made like of sour cream and onion. Yeah, but oh, like, kinda. But, but like, like jalapeno. but like sour. sour like jalapeno. Mm -hmm. Um. Ooh. So, if you have any ideas for some spicy food, leave Let us in know. the comments. Um, or just text us because we assume you have our number. I feel like you guys have to eat like <laughs> different. If you're listening to this podcast, so. Um. Okay. So speaking of switching up the podcast a little bit, we want to do different segments. So we've talked a little bit about AI. And so, uh, something that, that AI benefits is Spotify. And we want to talk about New Music Friday. So, this is called, this is a new segment called Hot Drops, where we just talk about, <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> Might need to workshop that one a little bit. Hey, I like it. Anyway, <laughs> where we talk about something that came out this week that we want to talk about. That's not what's hot for you this week. That's a whole different thing. That's later. Different. Um, so, this week we want to talk about New Music Friday. And... The other part of this, the other facet, is that we're going to shoot it off to our experts every episode. And so today's expert 
is JB. And we don't have the video for that yet, so you'll see it in the episode in just a second, but we don't know what he's going to say, and then we'll give our opinion. So, JB, take it away. <laughs> Hi, Cam and Casey. Thanks for calling me in. I wish I could have been there with you guys to talk about the new Music Friday from last week, because I thought it was a really good one. Uh, I've really been enjoying this new Billie Eilish album. I thought she did a great job of staying true to her old sound while also making something that felt really fresh and distinct from her last album. Um, I think I might even like it even better than her first album, which I loved also, uh, especially the latter half of this new album. I thought that was amazing. Uh, and I guess the other really big thing that came out this Friday was that Silk Sonic song. And it was definitely really good. I enjoyed it, but I wasn't quite as big a fan of this one as I was Leave the Door Open, which I loved. Um, that being said, I still think there's about a 0% chance that this album is not the best piece of music that has ever been created. I'm really, really excited. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, and I hope you guys are excited, too. I can't wait to talk about it with you, too. Uh, all right. Thanks. And I'll see you guys on the next one. And we're back. And we're back. Good job, JB. <laughs> we assumed that you said some really poignant points. But now we got to give our opinions on whatever stuff you talked about, because we don't even know. Um, <laughs> Meredith, what did you, what have you liked? Um, so I know this hasn't come out this week, but I really did like Willow's new album. I think it's the fourth one. That was recent one. enough. That counts. I guess it's like been two weeks or so. Yeah. So it's basically, um, lately I feel everything. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's really taking like a punk turn um, from her usual pop rock stuff yeah. so i thought that was very interesting for her career um like i would have never assumed that she would have gone that route yeah. but like it works and it's like grooving so like it's everywhere on tiktok now <laughs> which is kind of annoying <laughs> but <laughs> like good for her i thought she did a great job she with has it. a great voice for it actually yeah i have not gotten to listen to the album yet i listened to the singles and i really liked them because mm -hmm. i was listening to um i was in the car with my friend and we were listening to wait a minute which i forgot was her i guess yeah, i always her. forget it's her and like for, you know when you listen to a song for some like you've heard it before but then you listen to it one time and you just like it feels like the first time you've listened to it like we listened to it and i just like her vocal per, like performance and delivery in that like really hit me i think it might be one of my like favorite performances in a song Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so good and, like, so specific. And I think her, like, that was just, like, kind of a, I don't know, a hint of, like, what was to come with The Rock. Because I actually yeah. think, like, I, I think her voice is very well suited for it. It's really good. Like, it's got this, like, warbling effect. I don't know. Um, like, uh, like voice crack. Yeah, vibrato, yeah. I guess. <laughs> That's the term for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, it really does work with The Rock theme. Like... Wasn't her mom in? Wasn't Jada Pinkett Smith in a punk band? Was she really? Was I she think so? Because I no. think. Um, Do you know what it's called? No, but I I think because uh, I think for I saw some viral video that for her birthday Willow like got the band back together and performed. No this way! Whoa, <laughs> that's really well, cool. Willow, uh, Jada went to Baltimore School for the Arts. Oh. Shout out! She uh, went with Tupac. There's a picture of them. No way. She, knows. she knows where he is. Well, they were like best friends. That's why she knows. <laughs> that's that's why whenever people talk about like West Coast versus East Coast rap, I like don't even listen to the 
argument because technically Tupac is also East Coast rap. So sorry, <laughs> you lost. If that's your main argument, you've lost. Anyway, um, hot take. <laughs> that is a hot Tupac take. Tupac is an East Coast rapper. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but there's. I feel like there's a new trend of like a lot of like formerly pop. Was Willow pop? She was more alternative. She wasn't really pop. Well, she started off pop, but then... Oh, with your hair was kind of pop, I guess. Yeah, and then Fireball. Yeah. yeah. That was all pop, but now she's, like, gone the roots of alternative indie yeah. kind of... But I feel like form, like former pop artists are, like, starting to do rock. I mean, I'm yeah. thinking of, like, her and Miley Cyrus, but, like... And wasn't rock, like, the main pop music back in yeah, the Yeah, totally. Day? So it's mm-hmm. coming around full circle. But I read... I saw some article, yeah. like, a couple years ago that was, like declaring i don't know it might have been i don't know who it was but like declaring that rock was officially dead because it was like hip-hop was hip-hop surpassed it in sales for the first time in a long time like it was like 2016 2017 that it like beat rock in sale in record sales and so they're like this is the death of rock but i think people are starting to like come back to it i think it's gonna have a resurgence yeah i hope so um it's really good stuff out there because like i don't know i would say post malone is like kind of spearheading some sort of rock movement also like hints of it i mean he's like trap but mm-hmm. yeah definitely more hip-hop trap influenced but, but i think willow and miley for sure they're they're more so like fully rock right at this point i think it's funny because i think we talked about this a little bit a while ago about like how everyone deep down wants to be like a pop star or yeah. a music star yeah. and actually i don't know if that's true i don't know if everyone wants to be a pop star i think everyone wants to be a rock star because the amount of sure. people who have made their starts in other genres and then always try to kind of like i'm thinking of people like machine gun kelly like he could have been done yeah, he could have stuck yeah. with rap he had enough going for him and he was like i want to be a rock star and now he like arguably Fox. makes better music as a rock like punk yeah. rock star than he did as a rapper um even like post you know i think a lot of people given the people he hangs out with and like the tattoos on his face are quick to you know kind of just put him into the the hip-hop trap category but i think a lot of his biggest stuff even early on was very much so more rock i think rock has been even if you know it's been labeled as dead because hip-hop's been bigger than it i think it's always kind of been underneath still like kind of being the heartbeat of the music industry i think it's hard not to be into rock whatever music you like the most i I mean it's it's just like hard to not like and speaking of which the one that really hit me this week was billy eilish's album and happier Mm. than ever the second half of that is basically a rock song like it's like the electric guitar and she's like screaming her vocal delivery is like way more powerful than it ever has been and I could totally see her doing that in the future. Like, there's some hints of it, I think, on NDA, like, a little bit. She's still, like, at heart, indie singer-songwriter, and I think Phineas, like, I don't know, messes with the production and does it. But, like, I I think I wanted to talk about it because Happier Than Ever, like, I lost my mind listening to that song. Like, it is... I've been, like... We have a little, like, um, like, counter thing in our in my living room and i've been like standing on top of it like yelling happier than ever like it is like <laughs> really it stand is, on that it is like not our counter you know the, she's like, like oh, i ate on that okay. two okay. seconds ago that's like an ottoman ottoman, ottoman. thank you um <laughs> it, like i've been like screaming that like it is so yeah. good it's i i'm trying to think of like a good like over the top hot take for this like hyperbole that song of the year you, maybe i'm cracking because you mentioned nda earlier and I'm like I just can't get the uh, the Among Us comparisons away from that no, song with the beat that she chose. Like it's the, so on the, the production note. of it is like <laughs> the production of NDA is like if Among Us 
was produced by Christopher Nolan. Like, it's like Tenet plus Among Us. Like, no. it's very funny. It's a very. good song, though. It is a very also, good song, but it's just had so a boy over and made him sign an NDA is the biggest flex I've ever heard. I know it's not supposed to be a flex. It's supposed to be, like, heartbreaking, but, like, I don't give a fuck. That's so hard. <laughs> over the Among Us type beat. Fucked some kid and made him sign an NDA on the way out. Are you fucking kidding me? Actually, that's probably happened a lot. It's probably happened quite a few times. That's probably happened a ton now that I think about it. But saying it in a song yeah. at 17 is kind of a flex. Kind of a flex. Shout out Billy. Shout out Billy. Um, I think, like, I was talking about this, like, listening to the whole album all the way through. I think it's better than, what's her first album called? When We All Die, Where Do We Go? It's, like, a long-ass title. Something like that, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I forgot the title. When We Fall Asleep, <laughs> where, When We... Where do we go when we fall asleep? It's like a full sentence. It's a run-on sentence. (laughs) Too long. It's a sentence. It's stupid. Um, I think it's a great album. I actually think this one is better because I think the production is a little bit cleaner. Like I think Mm. the production in the first one is is like great and it's like stylistic and and unique, but it's kind of all over the place. There's like a lot of different things sprinkled in. This one is like a bit more precise and cleaner, and. I don't know. I think Billy, like, I love what's going on with pop music right now. Like, all the new young kids. The new young kiddos. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> Way to make yourself music. sound old. <laughs> like, like, I love Olivia Rodrigo probably more than the next person. Um, but Billie Eilish is blowing these kids out of the fucking water. Like, she, she's It's pretty so impressive. Good. Although, it's funny. I'm not, I'm definitely not the first person to make this, this joke or bring this up. But, um given like as she's getting older and she starts talking about more mature things in her songs like this album was very like very sexual for billy but it's yeah. like weird when you remember that it's her brother who's her producer so just imagine him sitting there <laughs> oh. being like this goes hard but also kind of whack i don't want to be also, hearing have this you seen his brother her brother's wife no oh my god dude i don't want to like this feels really gossipy it feels really silly because i think people can like separate what people look like but holy shit does she look like billy eilish no oh no like like, <laughs> oh. like more than that's, you would want to that's I, I do think that people are able like if somebody has a sibling like are able to distinct like block sure. off two people but it's very close but people, damn. People, and i'm not oh. the only one who said that a lot of people have um i will say with billy mm-hmm. like it's not even a critique the reason i think she's so good is because she like grew up like like rich like they were rich as hell and so like she like had set like 15 years to only do music like she didn't have to whatever do a ton mm-hmm. of other stuff like mm. to really perfect her craft but i think olivia rodrigo is probably in the same boat too like she's been acting and doing that stuff her whole life so i guess a little different because she's been acting too and not just singing but i'm saying like the reason she's so good is because of her privilege but that doesn't discredit the fact that like it's it's crazy it's so good it is pretty crazy it's weird to think of people who are Man, now it's my turn to sound old. Who are that young but sound, <laughs> like, that experienced? Because, like, I'm thinking back to, like, Lord's first album. Yeah. How old, was she, like, people were saying she was, like, 15 when she wrote some of those songs? Yeah, I think so. Like, it's pretty crazy, like, how... And, I mean, I don't know Lord's background at all, so I don't know, you know, how much she was able to... You know, how much time she would have yeah, spent no idea, on actually. just music. But, yeah. like, I don't know. When I was 15, I was not, like... <laughs> I could not have come up with something like what that. Like, it's crazy how talented... Right? What's up? What were you doing at 15? What was I doing at 15? I was probably camping somewhere. I spent most <laughs> of my 15, 15th, you know, year camping. So okay, I was probably just sense. out in the middle of nowhere somewhere. But I mean, damn, like some people just like 
have that talent down from a super young age and from there i always wonder like what do you do next after that like yeah olivia rodrigo for example you're like 17 18 and like yeah you still have time to make better music but like if you spend the next 10 years making better music and getting better and releasing new projects you're 27 you still have like so much more of your life to go like what like what do you it's her second album was better that's what i'm saying like it was like somehow and it was it was like very clearly billy but like different enough that it it kind of like jazzes things up a little bit like it was still different mm-hmm. but Refreshing. like pretty clearly her still in like her her style very clearly billy would be a great uh album name by the way that's very pretty that's pretty billy. great very clearly very clear yeah very clearly billy. billy yeah absolutely thoroughly billy <laughs> thoroughly billy <laughs> did you have any drops that you liked this week I really liked, so I'm a little bit behind on New Music Friday, unfortunately, but um, I was a I was a fan of the Kid Leroy's project. When I first listened to it, I was kind of like, because, I don't know how much you guys have kept up with it, but like, his first album was its own little thing. It had like an anime cover. It was just yeah. like sad boy, like rock, kind of anthem type things. Um, and everyone was like, this is hot. This is great, you know? And then he releases a second album, which is just a few new songs on the first album. <laughs> and so yeah, everyone was yeah. like, okay, maybe it's this weird deluxe version, but it's his own album, so what's going on? And this newest album was the same thing. He just made some new songs and put it on the second album, which had the first album on That's... it. So he basically made a trilogy of albums. Where he's just like adding But it put on. it all to one and it just added on. And at first, I was kind of like, this is just gimmicky. Like, you're getting more yeah. streams on your old songs. But the more I listen to it now, I'm kind of like, um, I kind of like this format because he it is somewhat storytelling. Like in the first album, he's very much so like, I got my heart broken, but like, I want you back. Like, I'm, um, I'm down bad right now. And by the third one, he's like, I finally let go. Like, I'm done. Nice. And it's, if it is all about the same person, like, it is kind of cool to have this really long album divided into three kind of sections especially because you can tell how much he's changed like the first one was very like this is his first album he's new to it and he's still being like mentored by juice world and as it goes it gets kind of a lot more like grounded and a lot more grown up especially post juice world's passing and it's kind of cool to like see that all under one album um that being said there are a lot of misses on this newest album on the third (laughs) one but um stay is is a banger stay is super good there's a couple others that um really make up for some of the more lackluster ones but I, I do kind of appreciate the fact that it's this that he's just kind of built on the same album and there's a part of me that wishes he would just like retire because i think that'd be the sickest <laughs> thing ever to like well, do this three-part like, album 15? yeah he's like super he's not even that old but unfortunately like in one of his songs he's like watch for the new album 2022 so yeah. i feel like like in a year he'll actually like make an album that's way different than what he's been doing like i don't think he can add on this trilogy anymore this is I don't even know what number we're on. Welcome back to our segment called Cam and Casey's Creative Corner, where we like to shout out what our friends and family are doing creatively, so you can check them out. And this week, we got our special guest, Meredith, to tell us what we want to listen to. Yeah. Um, we should listen to Slow Driver. Shout out to Luke. He's a friend at Temple, and he's doing really great music. What is what is what kind of music does Slow Driver make? I would say like um, alternative indie rock, like soft rock basically it's a great yeah. album and a phenomenal so voice a really nice like deep baritone deep, deep yeah baritone Bar- a nice baritone yeah some very creative lyrics fucking kills it on the bass amazing so you have to check it out i'm gonna sneeze 
Shoo. Dab on him. And that's All the right. start of the What's Hot For You segment, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to What's Hot For You This Week, where we talk about what's hot for us this week. Uh, I'm your host, Casey Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, nice. <laughs> Wait, okay. Are you still thinking of one? Do you still? I'm still. I'm still. I'm still. I'm still. Yeah. <laughs> I have one. Let's start oh, with good. Meredith. Okay, Meredith. Okay, so <laughs> what's hot for me this week? Um, I've been homeless. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's just like between leases right now. Uh, oh wait. So. Speaking of which, this is the Meredith that her apartment burned down. Remember oh shit. That, like, oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Yo, I think I actually listened to that episode. Did you really? That was fun. We talked about your apartment. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no it wasn't my apartment. Thing. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> that's fine. My new lease starts Saturday, mm. but of course I'll be traveling, so I can't really move in. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what's been going on with me this week. Um, it's mostly tiring than anything because this is like the first move where I had to pack up by myself. Um, but yeah, so I would come over. I told you to text me. <laughs> I know, I, I know. I've been here. You're just at my like, house. I don't know about like people like packing up my stuff for me. Oh, fair. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. What you got to hide? Meredith? I don't have anything to hide. Okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> but she's been living with me for yeah, four days. Yeah, awesome. so that's been fun. So that's I actually really part. enjoyed it. So yeah, Casey's hot. house has hot. been what's hot for us. Hot week. as in I have not been turning the air conditioning on. It's like eighty. Golly, it's it's <laughs> because, fine because because my roommates keep it on. Like I got back, I was for when we went out mm-hmm. to New Hampshire, we went out on our date. Um, I came back for after like a week, and it was like seventy two. No, I think it was like sixty nine, sixty eight. And I was like, and I was like, uh, has this has it been like this the whole time? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, damn. I gotta, I gotta check Pico. I gotta fucking pay for Nail, this. Yeah, that's gonna so, be. <laughs> that's so rough. So I've been trying to like, I they've been gone for the week. It's just been me and Meredith. So I've been trying to like counteract it by like not putting it on. And it's been kind of cooler this week. It's been like. It's been really yeah, nice this last day. week. It's so nice. yeah. yeah. So I guess on okay, honest opinion, full blast. Casey's house. How's it going? Is like what you would oh, expect. Shit, yeah. Like for Post my house for Casey's house. Night. I can kick you out. This is true. Um, Casey's Airbnb. <laughs> what's the review? Guess I'll just sleep in the alley. It's fine. Yeah, you can sleep <laughs> in the trash. Well, alley. I've been to Casey's before, so it's not completely new to me. Mm-hmm. But there. I have to say, it's pretty clean. Nice. <laughs> it's actually we have a ton of flies. That's a total. Lie. I mean, there is like a bunch of flies, but it's annoying. Like we're taking the trash out today, though. So yeah, but <laughs> that's good. Dinners ha- could be better. <laughs> Damn. Bad review in the kitchen. Okay. They don't. <laughs> We've had a lot. Yeah. Wait. Of give me the rundown. Uh, what, how how have these dinners been playing myself. out? How are these? I would like to. <laughs> I would like to call upon the stand. Um, they're not. They don't taste that bad. I just suck at cooking. Like I love cooking, but I can't cook. Like <laughs> yesterday. I've offered I made, you so much help. I no. made a three ingredient dish. I it was vodka sauce, chicken, and pasta, and I got it fucking <laughs> everywhere. I literally took the pot. I took the box of spaghetti, and as I was telling Meredith, we're not going to use the whole box. There's like one in it, I was, and it all fell out the bottom. <laughs> and so we like picked it up, and we were like, "It's going in boiling water, so it's going to be fine." But I still wanted to like rinse it a little bit, mm-hmm. so I rinsed it. And apparently, if you rinse pasta while holding it all in a clump, it's just going to clump together. And so, like putting it in. <laughs> 
the pot. It was just, like giant bricks of pasta. And, yeah. And then, oh like, the vodka no. sauce everywhere. And yeah, it yeah. was wow. Um, so Uber Eats and to go food right. for the future. Oh, it tasted okay though. It was just kind of like bricked it up spaghetti. Very, it was just strange. vodka sauce out of a out of a can. Okay. So okay. It like, could have been better, but. Dang. Um, all right. Well. Next time I'm cooking. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. That sounds. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. Casey, can uh, we? I mean, Meredith, you want in on this too, by all means. But Casey, I think we gotta. I think we gotta take cooking lessons. I think we've talked enough times I on this would podcast. Love to. We both enjoy cooking. I think we both enjoy eating too, probably just as much, if not more. I feel like the next, Agreed. the next step in this evolution, we gotta learn how to cook properly. I would love to. I, there's a couple dishes that I feel confident about, but like. I feel like I'm just really messy. Like, that's my thing. Hmm. I'm a messy eater. I'm a messy cooker. Like, damn. Just happens. Damn. damn. Well, I'd say I'm pretty good at it. Flex. Well, you said Flex the opposite on. of me. You said you were good at <laughs> yeah. it, but you don't like it. I don't like it. Because, like, I oh. have to, you know, clean up everything. I have to, like, prepare that's true. everything, like, cutting it up and making yeah. sure I don't cry from the onions. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, we have the perfect it's just setup. It's a whole process, and I'm, like, too lazy to do it, but, like, I do it, you- and it. You've got Casey right there now. So if you cook, you've got Casey to clean. That's always the system with two people. you got to have one or one doing one. I hate cleaning, and I just leave it in the sink, and that's why we have a ton of flies. Mm. <laughs> the fly problem is an issue. The fly problem is, is the fruit flies are easy to get rid of. Actual flies? Not so much. A little bit harder to get rid of. Damn. I'm hoping that when we take out the trash today, like most of them will go out with the trash, and then I can just manually kill the rest of them. <laughs> I've been Easy. doing pretty well. I have a there's like a, a shoe print on the wall of when I kicked a fly and <laughs> left it there, so all the flies like no, not to fuck with me. Good, yeah, yeah, good. Nice um, warning sign. I like it. Yeah, no, I love cooking. I think it's cathartic, but I'm really bad at it. You gotta get there. So fair. We'll get we'll get you. <laughs> <chefing>. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I yeah, I would love to do cooking classes, but I my I can't segue into this. I can segue into it. I'll go next. Your, I'm gonna segue oh, into okay. it because. I think the solution to yours, to your problem right now with Casey's cooking, is my what's been hot for me. My what's hot for me this week has been Domino's. HelloFresh, the sponsor. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> nah, it's... Sponsor us. It's actually been Domino's Pizza. I don't know if we've talked yeah. about them too much because we talk about DiGiorno so much. But when we, when we, when we get into the Domino's coupons... It's unbeatable. And you showed me this oh about God. a year ago at this point now, which I was completely unaware of. Um, but it's just like, they'll just email you sometimes and be like, here's 50% off whatever you want. Like they're just happy to get customers. (laughs) And like a couple days ago I had to work really like I'm supposed to get off at four and I had to work until like almost five, which isn't that much longer, but I had a lab at seven and it's a two hour commute home. So it was like, I was booking it home to make sure I could get to lab on time. And the only way I could get a chance to eat between getting home and getting to lab, which is also another two-hour event, was Domino's. And Domino's was clutch with it. They're quick with the food. Pizzas, you can eat pretty fast. It's not that messy either if you get, like, the right yeah. pizza. They just have been kind of clutch for me recently. So, shout-out Domino's Pizza. Their $6, just, like, any item deal is Fantastic. unbelievable. That yeah, is awesome. So good. Um, I, I'm a big fan of their crust. People shit on their crust, but I think it's well-seasoned. I like their crust. I think it's pretty good. It's good warm. They have some of the worst cold sure. pizza, which, I agree. you know, is a I'm bummer because I like cold though. pizza. Like, I like yeah, cold, cold pizza, pizza, but honestly, fresh Lido's out. Lido's has the best cold pizza. Lido's has the best Lido's cold is good cold. Lido's is really good cold. 
Um, they also have. I feel like Domino's has the has one ups a lot of other pizza joints because they have like good side stuff like the cheesy bread and the volcano thing like they're pretty their wings leave a lot to be desired unfortunately but their bready things are pretty good if you just treat their wings as nuggets though i don't mind but they don't even like feel like chicken you know what i'm saying like there's something about their chicken products that is just like (laughs) something's off like this is not a chicken chicken. (laughs) this is not a chicken (laughs) it's just cheese i can't believe it's not chicken (laughs) it's just a glob of (laughs) lord oh, oh, God. oh my god sometimes i mean it's what it feels it's like yeah it's yeah man off. shout out domino's coming in clutch recently with the deals the oh, flavors but what are you casey what's been hot for you recently um my what's hot for you first is this kirby toy that i bought <laughs> oh my god it was an impulse buy at the comic book store yes. and i really wanted it uh, no, Aww. but my actual one is because is, I went to the comic store. You want it? Yeah, hold it. Um, <laughs> this makes me happy. He's our new guest on the pod. <laughs> Actually, Kirby is not binary. They're our new guest on the pod. Um, was going to the comic store and I bought I bought that and I bought two issues of the new Nightwing run. Mm. And I'm back into comics. I think yes, com- sir. I think comics are my what's hot for you. Um, I always go in and out with reading them. Right now, I've been reading them before bed because they're like an easy read mm-hmm. before bed. Um, and I picked up the Nightwing run, and I love the new Nightwing run. They just got a new writer on issue 78, 79. Oh. I forget who the writer is, but he wrote for the Injustice comic. He wrote for, like, he created the de- the deceased universe, which is kind of cool. Um, and he's a really, really good writer. I think it's called Stepping Into the Light or Leaping Into the Light. And it's just, like, a really solid story of, like, Dick Grayson being, like, a good guy and, um... The most recent one, they, like, introduced that he has a sister that they've never introduced before. And, like, Nightwing is, like, my favorite, other than Spider-Man, is my favorite comic book character. And the artwork is really beautiful. It's, like, got the bisexual lighting. It's, like, with hints of yellow. It's, like, it's just such a, and it's so fun. He adopted, he got a dog, and he named it Bitewing. Like, it's just so cute. Um, Okay, I need to read it now. Yeah, so comics for sure, and specifically the new Nightwing run. Uh, I think they're only, and so this is a fun thing if you don't read comics. The way that DC's com, DC's comics specifically, but Marvel does it too sometimes, um, is that like they'll get new writers, and when they get new writers, even though it's the same run technically, and it's like on issue seventy five, it's kind of a new story, and you can kind of pick it up. Like they'll introduce like mm-hmm. who Nightwing, like who the character is, really briefly. And then they'll like they won't really mention that much of the continuity, and if they do, they'll do a little asterisk and say where it's from. Um, so if you actually want to read comics and get into it, the new Nightwing one just started like five issues ago. Um, so it's like twenty bucks, sixteen bucks. So I would recommend that one for sure. I think it's great. It's super fun and just reading comics like before bed, right when I wake up, like they're an easy read. It like gets my brain like either kind of like calms me down or like gets my brain like ready for the day. Um, and they're always like really creative and they've got some fun stories. So yes, sir. Yeah, I like it. I like that one. For you. Wow. Um, that's our, but that's our episode. Yes, sir. Um, what? It's over already. It's over already. Damn. You've been a wonderful guest. Yes, thank you, thank you for, <laughs> thank you for showing up on the on the podcast. Are we gonna get, are we gonna get sued by Nintendo? Oh yeah, almost certainly. But um, that's Is the goal. Nintendo? I want to be big yes. enough that Nintendo okay, so, wants to yeah. strike us down for copyright. He's in Smash. That's why I'm guessing. <laughs> well, who do you think made Smash? <laughs> uh, I know Nintendo. That's why I'm saying. Yes, sir. But Sonic is in Smash, and Sonic is Sega. Well, yeah. So- is Sega owned by Nintendo? I... No, not yet. I don't think. 
So then Kirby might not be Nintendo. I'm not wrong. No, but I think he is Nintendo. Or they I think are. you're right. He is, I think. But I'm saying not everybody in Smash is Nintendo. I see what you're saying. But I think, yeah, I think Nintendo could technically sue us Which if they wanted Fortnite to. Which means Fortnite could... Hashtag Fortnite versus Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite Jonesy. Could you imagine? No. There have been rumors of it. Or like he was supposed to be, it. yeah. It would have been sick. They got Minecraft they got Steve Minecraft. in it. Yeah, so... Yeah, the Fortnite Extended <laughs> Universe is kind of nuts, actually, with the amount of franchises. The Fortnite, oh... There's an account I follow on Twitter called, um, it's called, like, Where Did They Cross Over? And it'll just, like, take two characters that are completely random and, like, mention where they crossed over. And Fortnite and comics are, like, the ones that are, like, fucking crazy. It's insane. Because comics have crossed over with everything. Like, they're, I picked up, I almost bought it when I went to the comic store that's, like, Hanna-Barbera meets DC. And so it's, like, Space Ghost and Green Lantern and then, like, the Flintstones and Harley Quinn or something. And uh, so, like, that's where some would come up. Smash, it comes up all the time, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Fortnite will be, like, yeah, Jonesy and Raven. <laughs> or, or, like, Raven and... But like, it, the or, Terminator. Like, Raven and John Wick. Yeah, yeah like, Teen Titans. Like, like, whatever. Beast Boy and John Wick. Like, yeah, it's insane. So, Thanos and Ariana Grande. Travis <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Golly, yeah. Shout out Fortnite. Um, hopefully, uh, Nintendo Ariana doesn't Grande sue us. tomorrow. Yeah, we're trying to go. Yeah, I'll go. All right, sick. Yeah, let's make it a date. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Awesome. Um, (laughs) Thanks for listening to Pipe It Hot. Yeah, thank you, Meredith, for appearing on the show. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you for having me. The Pipe It Hot Extended Universe. Yeah. Yes. P-H-E-U. Nice. The P. I almost said P-P. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Pipe and Pot. Very nice. Pipe and Pot European Union. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Um... Um...